hello 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 this morning i hope you well i'm back i promised you in the last episode that um i'll give you more details on the events that transpired in my life um uh, i'm back so let me take off the lift you know um during the trial you know it was it was hectic life was a bit hectic for me this is something i only see on tv <laughs> i've never seen this happening to anyone in real life it was just literally the first time seeing this or even experiencing this so i took it by shock um i couldn't make sense of it i was doing my best to try get answers I'll be honest and I couldn't I just couldn't it was I was overwhelmed let's just put it that way I couldn't find a reason on how it happened or who did it I had an idea though but I didn't get a proof who could do such a thing um I must say the people who were handling the case were not friendly at all the forensic guys from work hmm, a lot happened there it was a bit of racism you know they didn't handle that very well at all but it's fine I'm not going to get into that now and then there were times you know they you know when you like you like treated like a criminal it's a craziest experience man it's like the craziest experience ever um the police uh, the detective the forensic guy i remember it like it was yesterday you know when i would sit i'd be at home like watching tv those guys would come knocking like banging the doors they want to come in the house they want to check um you like you know they want to check um the, the slips where are my slips or the tv for the couch or like the, my bed everything in the house my laptop my phone all of a sudden they want all the slips because they want to check when i bought these things and how much were they you know no matter how many times i explained this furniture is old i've had this for a long time they just did not listen to me you know that my house would be like upside down they searching for the money and i would look at them and think hey i've never seen this in my real life i only see this in movies and they not so kind not kind at all you know name calling just a lot happening and you're thinking where am i what's going on to honest it's like i was in a dream i was wait i was i was waiting to wake up from a dream and it it happened over and over and over again those guys would come to my place at least two times a week this is every 3 days or every 4 days these people would either if either they come to my place or they call me to go to the police station or they call me to go to the head office Oh, I need to go to this specific place for what do you call that thing polygraphic test. I did 
four of those Apollo Coffee Tees, they kept telling me over and over again that you failed, you failed, it shows you stole the money. I was like, guys, I still no money. What's going on? I mean, you are wasting time trying to get a confession from me. I'm not going to confess to something I did not do. Go find the person who stole the money, you know. They were forcing a confession out of me, telling me that I failed the test. In the end, I told them, if I failed the test, it is because I'm obviously worried, I'm stressed, I'm full, I'm fearful right now because I fear for my life because I don't know the end results. I don't know what's going on here. You know, you're saying I'm guilty, you're saying I stole the money, you're saying my card or my details were used to steal the money. So obviously I'm scared. Who wants to go to jail for something they did not do for heaven's sake? You know, um, it was crazy. And even when the police come, sometimes they just <laughs> search crazy things, ask me questions. These people are keeping tabs on me on the, like all the time. I was told not to leave town, you know, and they need to know where I'm at and it was just too much for me and then I remember um, the interrogations (laughs) I think the interrogations were the worst I think that's where my trauma came from those people can mess your head up the name calling the things they do the environment on its own it, it was just bad you know, um, I tried to keep my cool, but it affected me a lot. And at that moment, I didn't realize it. It took me a long time to realize that all that has been af- happening it has affected me. You know, it, it was, it ha- I, on- I only realized or figured out that this whole thing affected me after the trial. But during the trial, you know, it, so many other things happened. Like I said the last time, my, my parents both got sick, you know, um, which I do believe it was the stress, you know, they were really stressed. And then my mom was discharged in a week or so, within a week. So she was there for, yeah, a week. Then she went home. I was glad. Um, my dad, though, stayed in the hospital for longer. Um, when he became worse and worse and worse, you know, I, I was, I don't know how to even explain it. I was feeling otherwise. I just did not know what to do with myself because I was told not to leave town, let alone the province. I was just told that I can't move around, go to certain places. When they call me, they need to, or when they come to my place, I need to be there. When they need information from me, I need to be there. I need to not move around. That's what they told me. So now my dad's in hospital fighting for his life. And I'm thinking to myself, I need to go see my dad. I thought of asking them, you know, 
can I at least go home and visit my dad, check out my dad, he's in the hospital. But at the same time, I, I decided not to. You know, I, I took a huge risk. I prayed actually about it before I took the risk. I prayed about it. I prayed and said, God, I need to go home now. My dad is fighting for his life and right now there are these court cases and you know these guys are on my case. They are my doorstep every three or four days. Like I can't breathe. (laughs) And I need to go see my dad, you know. My dad being in hospital, that affected me even more, you know, I thought my biggest fan, you know, the one person who supports me is in the hospital. My entire support system is in the hospital. How can this be? So I took a risk. I booked a, re- a, 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 a flight ticket out and a return ticket, actually. So I flew home. I was in Joburg, so I went to Eastern Cape. First step when I got off the, the airport was at the hospital. I went straight to the hospital to see him. He was not okay at all. I actually cried. I remember very well. I shed a tear there. I was like, ah. But it was good. I saw him, just had conversation. Um, I spent the three days in the hospital. You know, I was there every day, morning, till late, morning till late, spending as much time as I could. It's like I felt it that that would be the last time I spent with him. And three days later, I went back to Joburg. Um, it wasn't a long time after that, my dad passed away. So the risk I took was worthwhile. Last time I had a proper conversation with my dad, I saw him, spoke, touch, hug. You know, it was when he was in the hospital. So I don't regret taking that risk. It was worth it. And yeah, God was by my side because those guys never went to my place. They never went to visit my place the three days, you know. And I was glad because if they did, I would have known they were most definitely going to call me and check where am I and why why am I not at the house. So a lot happened dealing with the trauma, dealing with the stress and my dad passed away in the interim. You know, it was stress, it was trauma, it was emotional stress. Uh, It was now grief added, you know, I couldn't take it. I thought my the passing of my dad was the end of it, but it opened something else, you know. It was three weeks, you know, I, I think it was three, just three weeks after I buried my father, my mom got sick. I thought this is not happening, you know. This is not happening. She was on and off, on and off. Eventually, she was admitted in the hospital 
for a good six to seven months. You know, when someone is in hospital for that long, it means they're really sick. Although this is not happening to me. Um, it was, I felt numb, to be honest. I remember this one time in hospital visiting my mom. She, she couldn't breathe, you know. I was like, no, God, you can't take my mom too. I was like, God, you can't do this. I've, I've dealt with a lot in the past two, three years. All these events were happened within a space of two years. You know, it was one after the other, one after the other, one after the other. You know, I, I, I didn't, I just didn't have time to breathe or even think. Um, I, I was so numb and walking into my mother's room in hospital and in, in the ward, seeing her with all maybe the machines, you know, not not looking well at all. You can only imagine. I got to a point where I couldn't even pray anymore. You know, I, I would just say, God, you just, you can see what's going on. Honestly, there is. I'm not going to ask you to heal her. I'm not going to ask for anything. You can see what's going on. Please do what you need to do because I can't take this anymore. It was bad. And all these things affected me. It affected me so much that in a later stage, I became sick. My body got affected. My body was overwhelmed. You know, um, I was, it was, all these things were heavy on me. There's trauma, there's emotional strain, there's grief, there's PTSD, you know. So no wonder I, 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 I got depressed. All these things were too much for me to deal with. My body couldn't handle any of these things anymore. You know, there wasn't a time or a moment when I could breathe and be happy. There wasn't a moment to myself when I could say, this is time for healing or this is time to process this. All these things happen at the same time. Life was just literally not giving me a day and time to, to breathe or time to, to heal or time to even process any of this. You know, um, there's no one to blame, you know. It happened, I just believe all these events happened the way they had to happen and it, it, it was all for a reason. You know, I might not know the exact reason, but I just believe it is all for a reason. You know, and then when I started getting sick or when my body couldn't take it anymore, the craziest events happened to me. Um, <laughs> there was a time, I'm not laughing. It's funny now, but it wasn't funny then. I had episodes of blackouts. You know, I would black out walking on the road. I would black out at work. I would black out at home. I'd had I had episodes of blackouts. You know, I remember this other time I was crossing the road. You know, and 
for the pedestrians I think the 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 traffic lights were not opened for the pedestrians so I walked onto the road apparently this is what the person who was watching me that's what the person told me the story they, t they told me was I just walked into the road um, in slow motion like I was a zombie so I, I didn't want I didn't care or I wasn't listening because the people were telling me to to walk faster or run or get to the other side you know but I wasn't listening to anyone they thought I'm trying to commit suicide <laughs> uh, I remember when my mind came back this other time and my mind came back man when I was on the other side of the road now um, when my mind came my, my mind came back um, <laughs> she I saw people you know around me standing around me like a lot of people and I was wondering what's going on what's going on so I asked what's going on someone told me someone asked me actually are you okay I said I'm okay why they asked are you trying to commit suicide I said I'm not I asked again what just happened so they told me the story and I couldn't remember a thing I was like wow maybe I'm sick okay let me go to the doctor I went to the doctor the doctor couldn't see anything wrong with me but these episodes happened about four or five times I was just worried for my life that what what if this happens again and I get run over by a car you know get hit by a car or something happens to me when the blackout stopped something else happened I started experiencing memory loss I would forget the most simple things like you would tell me the car keys are in the first drawer and then 10 minutes later you if you were to ask me to go get those car keys I wouldn't know where they are I forgot the simple things at work my manager my boss would tell me this and that asking me the same thing 10 minutes later I know nothing and I would actually remember that you know I, I do remember this person telling me this and this but I'd forget most of the information it was crazy and that's when I actually starting to feel crazy I went to the doctor again the doctor kept on saying there is nothing wrong with you no I was stuck am I crazy because are you saying I'm crazy because I'm experiencing all of these things and you're saying nothing is wrong with me the doctor said there is nothing wrong with you you know physically they did blood tests and all of those things they couldn't see nothing wrong with me I went home again this other time I think a month later now I felt my inside of my body like my organs and stuff I felt like they're giving up on me I went to the doctor again the doctor told me the same thing that's when I thought maybe just maybe I'm going crazy something must really be wrong with me 
but the last straw was I was sitting on the couch at home watching TV I started feeling these pan- panic attacks you know I, I I couldn't breathe you know and this happened for a good week or so and I think the following week what happened was I felt my heart beating slowly now I think this for me was the last straw that's when I realized actually you need help um, I felt my heart beating so slow I was so scared I, I couldn't I couldn't even sleep I couldn't sleep I, I wasn't sleeping because I was stressed I wasn't sleeping because now I feared for my life I was scared that if I sleep I won't wake up again I, I thought if my heart is beating this slow um, will I will it actually wake up in the morning will I even wake up in the morning what's gonna happen to me you know I had all those thoughts thinking I don't think my heart is fit enough to 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 wake up the following day you know I felt like I'm honestly going crazy it's one of the craziest things it's one of the things you just cannot explain honestly and I prayed I remember on that day I prayed I said God I cannot die like this I feel like this is the end of me I cannot die like this please make a way for me and you know I still feel that uh, there are a lot of things I need to do out there this cannot be my last day on earth and then I passed out immediately I fell asleep when I woke up the following day my body was actually functioning you know in a complete different way I felt healthy I felt well in the morning the first thing I did on that day was call you know make calls make arrangements I knew as from that day that I need help and I booked myself for a therapy session you know the first thing the therapist told me that is um, everything that is happening or that was happening to your body it's because of depression your body can't take it anymore your body and this is how other people actually die you know some people don't die because they commit suicide but their bodies actually give up on them and they you know becomes the end of them I was like what she was like yeah it's a good thing that you are trying to get help then we took it from there no what I can tell you you know um, therapy helped me you know prayer therapy it helped me a lot you know I prayed a lot and my prayer to God was to help me heal um, trauma you know emotional strain grief and all the things I witnessed all the things I experienced um, you can try on your own and heal yourself but it's also always best to get professional help you know the lady that was my therapist she gave me techniques and ways 
to bring a positive side to my brain to my mind she helped me with better or positive thoughts she she did very well she helped me i there's a first time going for therapy i never thought it would be that great i always thought um therapy is not necessary but if you are depressed i do believe therapy is, is necessary it is not easy to come back from a dark place guys it is not easy that's why i thought i was about to die because that's why i thought i was crazy um my body reacted and in a you know uh with a blackout with a memory loss with feeling my organs like they giving up on me the panic attacks the everything that was happening in my body like my heart beating slowly it was because of everything that was happening in my head my body was my body was overwhelmed it was fatigue you know my body it was too much for me basically and i later then realized that the memory loss and the blackouts my body was finding a way to push out the negative thoughts my my brain actually was finding a way to push out the negative thoughts my brain was finding a way to protect itself you know from the pain from the trauma so that's how or that's why i ended up having these blackouts even the memory loss it's a way of it's some kind of coping mechanism for the brain i think yeah some kind of coping mechanism so it is dangerous guys to to think you can do this on your own it is so i go get help man go get help i i did it and i'm okay now i'm in good space right now i'm in really good i've never felt this good i'm okay right now do that if you're able to give me feedback you know ask questions in the comment center then i'll answer you next week bye bye